This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. The past year has been challenging, eh? It's times like these we need to think about what keeps us well, focusing on reimagining our well-being. It's about noticing the beauty around us and finding strength and support we've all given and received. We all have mental health. Let's improve it together. Welcome to Living Well in Otago. In this podcast series, Otago people share their ideas about practical, everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others. This series was produced for Otago Mental Health Support Trust and weaved together with funding support from Southern District Health Board. Hello there, I'm Helen Jansen. I reside in Omaru, North Otago, Waitaki District, and I have a great interest in well-being f- at many levels. Uh, I have a diverse range of interests, which means that I've got to keep my well-being in a good space. I'm heavily involved in the steampunk world in Omaru and nationally. I support a regional mental health organisation providing s- support for families of those with mental health uh, challenges, um, Able Charitable Trust, I am involved in the Waitaki Whitestone Geopark Trust, uh, telling the stories of the land and the people and the culture of the Waitaki. And I also run my own business, working with those who would like to develop their literacy and numeracy talents in the workplace. Keeping my mental well-being in order requires me to observe the triggers for anxiety or disorganisation. And when that happens, I need to take a deep breath, pause what I'm doing, and probably change my activity if I possibly can. So that when I come back to the cause of that anxiety, I come from a slightly different perspective and I can see what to do a little better. There's all sorts of little techniques that you can employ that don't cost anything. Even get up, have a stretch, have a drink of water, breathe deeply for a few moments. Go and find a flower somewhere. Admire the flower. Go for a walk. I do all of these things. I photograph flowers and post them, but mostly so that I've got the flowers to look at when I need to later. I don't know what your favourite time of day is but mine is the very early morning if I can get up and watch the sun rise over the rim of the Pacific Ocean that's made my day it's put me in the most special and relaxed space as the day dawns and the new opportunities are there to be taken other things I do is make patterns in the clouds look for faces Look for shapes, creations, castles or animals in the clouds. That's great fun because they change and morph as the clouds move. I go for walks in nature, the early morning being my favourite time for that because it's so peaceful. People haven't got up yet. You can go and to the gardens and sit under the trees and hear the ducks and listen to the birds. One day a cat came and sat on my lap. That was quite fun. I do yoga, and above all, I meditate. I find an hour a day to just be at peace with myself, breathe in, and 
work with my brain so that it just finds a peaceful place. Maybe I'll listen to some gentle music or a guided visualization. There's lots of those that are free on the internet, YouTube or podcasts. And I think hopeful thoughts. We have a certain amount of choice about what we think about. And choosing the language that you use in your head, because you listen to yourself the very most, is really important for keeping your morale up. Think of the positives. You might feel like you're in a dark space, but somewhere there's something lovely, even if it's the sunrise or the light on the leaves. Count your blessings. What are you grateful for? Are you grateful for the clean air in New Zealand? Are you grateful for the ability to breathe? The ability to see the sunshine? That somebody in your life is there for you? Are you grateful for the colours that are painted around your house? It doesn't have to be anything spectacular. Just a little thing. Here's another mindful minute. Having a cup of tea. Hold the cup in both hands, feeling the warmth. Look at the colours of the tea and the cup. Smell the tea. Then gently sip the tea, taking time to savour each mouthful. One of the things that keeps me particularly sane is the ability to talk to somebody else. And if you are unsure about where you might find other people to talk to, then the Citizens Advice Bureau in Community House at the top of Thames Street... It's open between 11 and 3, I believe. And then there is a directory on the saferwaitaki.co.nz website that has all sorts of activities and groups and connections that will enable you to do almost anything in the district, whether that's patchwork or cycle rides, walks, you'd be able to find someone who would just give you a phone call from time to time if you need uh, that sort of connection. But it is vitally important to communicate with other human beings on a reasonably regular basis. And even better if you can find those that are interested in the same things that you do. We've got the North Otago Art Society and they're open to help people to learn to paint and draw and they are at the corner of Wonsbeck Street and Tyne Street. Uh, they're definitely open on Tuesdays and Fridays and Saturdays. Another creative space in Wamaru is at the hub above Lagonda Cafe. I'm not quite sure what their times are, but if the doors open on Thames Street, somebody will be up there. They do things like writing and uh, art and sculpture. They've got quite a a broad view of creativity and very enthusiastic about welcoming anybody uh, to share their space. There's fantastic opportunities for sport and I know the sports clubs will welcome any new members. And there's lots of support groups and those are all found on the directory from the Safer Waitaki website. Here's another mindful minute. Waking up. When you wake up, notice that you are awake. How do you know that you're awake? Breathing, listening, feeling, seeing. One of the things that really helps my well-being is physical activity. I skip. I skip many mornings a week 
I get up early, watch the sunrise, and I go for a skip. And that's the old-fashioned schoolyard skip, not with a rope, just crossing your arms over your legs and skipping along. It's lovely because it makes me smile, and it makes other people smile. Sometimes I'll skip for 200 yards, sometimes I'll skip much further. But it gets me a little bit out of breath, and I can oxygenate my system, and I feel much better when I get home. I love exploring the Omaru Gardens. They are just wonderful at any time of year. There's all sorts of nooks and crannies. So the Omaru Gardens are situated at the bottom of 7th Street, um, just at the traffic lights there. There's some car parks, and there's another car park around on uh, Chalmers Street. And there are all sorts of different areas. There's the Chinese Garden, there's the Native New Zealand Garden, there's the gondola where so many activities happen, community activities. Um, there's the fountain at the at the very entrance of the space, and just and it goes quite a long way, all the way back up to the community gardens. There's another place if you like to have a little bit of company when you're doing your gardening. The community, the Waitaki Community Gardens, are always looking for people to join in with uh, what they're doing, and they've got the most wonderful cultivated areas on top of that rise at the end of the Omaru Gardens. I cycle quite a lot too. There's nothing better for me than working my way to the top of the hill and then be able to see right up the Waitaki Valley. We're very blessed with having the the Alps to Ocean cycle trail. So you can take that out of town. You can join it at Chalmers Street or at the top of Sale Yards Road. It takes you out to Western. And at Western there are different places directions you can go in or you can just follow the trail down to Enfield very often I'll turn left somewhere and climb a hill and just stop at the top of a rise and look way up the valley, breathe in the air and admire the mountains and the wonderful countryside that's so worked on so hard by all those farmers that great big space the huge sky gives you a feeling that there's much more to you than, and the world than just the little space you occupy in your head. What else is out there? Who else is out there? And just breathe in the fresh air. The Waitaki District has many beautiful places to go and see. And if you can get in your car and just go for a walk or take your bike, you can go out to Duntroon, and go along the cycle trail up there. Even further, you can go up to um, Kurao or to the lakes and just cycle for a wee while along the waterside. They've done a fabulous job on that trail, and it's well worth exploring. Talking of Duntroon, they've done an awful lot in that community. They've got a wetlands. There's the most fascinating centre there, that uh, vanished world, It just costs $5 to go in and you will be there half a day at least just exploring how the geological history of New Zealand. You can find fossils in the the discovery room. You use your brushes and you chip away at the rock and you can discover your own fossils. The volunteers there are passionate They're also looking for new volunteers. That's something else you could do. Go and volunteer for something. All sorts of organisations would like volunteers and 
Volunteer Otago Southland have an office in Omaru now. It's at the Hive on Ribble Street. And if you would like to volunteer, I'm sure Julia will be only too happy to find you an appropriate organisation to assist. Going back to Vanished World, the volunteers there will happily answer your questions about how New Zealand evolved out of the ocean and you can take away your own little discoveries. Running around the countryside, skipping and running and cycling isn't all that I do. I've got a very loving husband, fortunately, something I'm very grateful for every day, and I do make sure I have a good communication with him on a daily basis, as I do with my children, who are actually the other side of the planet in lockdown, but I regularly tune in to people I love and care for. These are just some of the things that I find are helpful for me, and in my busy life, I like to plan because then I have a structure and ideas to go from one to the next. So the night before, I like to just look at my diary, see what I've got to do, where I've got to be, and almost go to sleep with it, forward think how I'd like my day to be the next day and the sorts of outcomes that I would like. So these things help a great deal. And I do hope that what I've suggested might be of assistance to you. None of these things cost very much and there's an awful lot out there that would work for you I'm sure. You've been listening to Living Well in Otago. If you'd like to hear more ideas about practical everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others, check out more podcasts in this series from oar.org.nz. This series was produced for Otago Mental Health Support Trust and weaved together with funding support from Southern District Health Board. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.